the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Baby Yoda, do, 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 do. Just in time for the Christmas holiday plush toy sales. The Mandalorian is returning to Disney Plus, and life is good enough again. The McRib is coming back nationally at McDonald's at America. Cheers. Um, it's not a coincidence, in my opinion, that last year the Mandalorian missed the Christmas holiday push uh, with Baby Yoda. That this year that they got it just right. Um, and that's TV now, right? You almost can't exist unless you have like two angles. Um, just throwing that out there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Maybe a little time this weekend, spending a little bit of time checking out uh, The Mandalorian, maybe? I don't know. I'm getting a little discouraged on the weekend because they all, I'm not going anywhere. It's like, it's not getting better. Wait, wait, wait. I stayed in for 28 straight weekends in a row, and now you're telling me we're still at record cases? I won't give up. I'll fight on. Flu shot today. That should be fun, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Uh, I love Halloween time. Some of the, the stuff people put in front of their yards just shows a lot of, I'm going to use the, for lack of a better word, creativity. Michael Myers. He never freaked me out. Halloween never did it for me. Jason, on the other hand, spooked me a couple times. Freddy Krueger was bad. But you know the real scary thing in the world? It's inflation. When I was a young man, I was able to buy a soda for 25 cents. Now a soda is $2, right? Is my guess. Uh, That's inflation. When I was a little boy, my dad bought a car. I remember he bought a a sedan that cost like $18,000 and he was freaked out by it. He was like, my first car was $12,000. And cars were a little bit meatier then. So you look at them today and you're like, that's a little flimsy compared to what you drove er early in your life. And uh, inflation's the boogeyman. Inflation's the thing that keeps me up at night. I have enough money to live until the day I die. But have I factored it in all correctly? Like, what if replacing a roof was ten thousand dollars when I was a young boy, and now to replace a roof it's thirty thousand? And I I never was aware because I've never replaced a roof. Do you see where I'm going at with this? So you got to make sure that you have enough money and you account for inflation. CFP Chad Burton, who does the show right before this one, um, one of the things that he whines about. And I I say this affectionately because typically when you say wine, it's not um, loving. 
but it is loving in this case. He does not like financial calculators that don't correctly factor in inflation. And uh, it gets him a little wound up. So and to see a certified financial planner wound up, it's it's entertaining. So at least if the best CFPs that I've met all have this like calming demeanor about them. Um, Chad's the most animated CFP I've ever seen. Uh, and that tells you something, right? I used to love working with him on radio. So those were the good old days. 800-516-1220. We should get an election result in five days or something that at least tells us what the next 30 days after that is going to look like. Um, from a stock market standpoint, I think we'll be fine. The one thing that throws a little bit of a, a, a twist in it is I tend to like gridlock, but in this case, maybe not. Because what our nation's going to need in 2021 is stimulus to get us another three to four months in to allow the vaccine to be developed and distributed. And then we should be okay. If we get enough people doing that and we, we're slowly learning how to do restaurants and we're slowly learning how to do stuff, but it looks like maybe winter's going to be tough. So with the number of cases out there, we should see the number of deaths spike in the next five, 10 days, just in time for the election. Yay. You've got good news. Not 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Uh, take a look at the markets. It's interesting. I have a screen open from yesterday. And I was like, wow, everything's in the green. How did that happen? Well, I refreshed the screen. And, well, it didn't happen. Uh, the S&P 500 is down 58. The Dow is down 397. Woo! Look out below! Thank you. That was nice. Nicely done. Nicely done on the sound effects. Uh, you can see I'm emerging from my winter of no sound effects, my COVID sound effect winter. Uh, so the S&P 500 is down 1.7%. The Dow is down 1.5%. The NASDAQ is down 2.6. What, what, what? That's right. The NASDAQ's down 2.6%. It's having a bad day. It's having a great year, but a bad day. Likely even a bad month, to say the least. But fortunately, as we turn the page, turn, 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 we're getting to November. And you can bet Google, Amazon, Apple are going to have and Microsoft are gonna have a good Christmas season. They have what we want, phones and video games. I know you're saying we are that shallow of a country, yes. So I'm okay with these guys taking a break. Tesla's down 6% now, it's sitting at $386. $386, Apple's down 5%, Amazon's down 3.6%, Google's up 4.3%, they had, they had the quarter that was enough to break through. Remember earlier in this week, I said, I, I'm, I'm not upset, but my commentary was, it looks like a double top and it looks like we can't move forward until we get stimulus. It looks like we can't move forward until we get election result. It looks like we can't move forward uh, until COVID deaths are going down and not spiking up. It looks like we can't move forward until we get a vaccine. If two of those things happen, we move forward. If three of those things happen, we definitely move forward. If four of those things happen, we're at all-time highs. But what we've seen in the shakeout from COVID, the losers, the hotels, 
and the restaurants. Um, well, the restaurants are by by Ferkabade. They the restaurants have kind of uh, there's winners and losers there, right? We've seen in parts of our economy, like financials, they, they can't operate in zero percent interest in environments successfully. Um, we've seen homeowners do well. We've seen renters do poorly. We've started seeing some winners and losers of the first great pandemic of your lifetime, right? They're likely to be the same players over the next six months if you use the thesis record cases worldwide equals more deaths down the road before we open back up. So those are the things that have to change. And tech stocks had done so well. Do you remember last week we started saying, oh, PEs don't matter on tech stocks. It's all about free cash flow. This is the 21st century, man. Get with the program, man. It's all about the cash flow, man. I wanted to see Tesla, by the way. Um, I saw that they're down 6% today. All-time high, 502. Wow, they're down to 386. That's a big drop. He's having a bad month, is he not? <laughs> Mr. Elon Musk. Tesla's increased the price of its full self-driving option to $10,000. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Apple has $191 million in cash. It's down 7% from a year ago. Hmm. Let's talk about cash on a balance sheet. First and foremost, they're not going to get a lot of interest with that, a lot like you aren't. So if you were to have $191 million, $191 billion in cash, and you were to call the bank and say, what, what sort of rate can I get on this? It's not much. Um, something like that. Again, staggering number. Play a game today. It's funny because I was going to say, like, hey, if you're at lunch today with your buddy, just say, Apple's got $191 billion. Let's write that down on a napkin and see how much that looks like. It's crazy. So Apple regularly has one of the largest cash piles amongst U.S. companies. Google and Amazon had $121 billion, and Amazon has $71 billion at the end of the second quarter. Microsoft has 137 billion. Eh, let's call it 138 billion. <laughs> Nuts, isn't it? Uh, Apple's continue to invest in Apple TV. Um, so that's where a lot of their money's going at this point in time. They're investing a lot of their cash in Fitness Plus, which will offer fitness classes on iPhones, iPads, and the Apple TV to Apple Watch owners. Fitness Plus is set to launch by the end of this year. Here's a good question for you. Do you need Fitness Plus? Is Do you want to keep Apple's ecosystem so tight in your life? And mine's tight. Um, I have, and this is, it's almost disappointing to be quite honest with you, because back in the day I had iTunes, and that's part of the ecosystem, right? It works with my phone, it works with my TV, because I have the Apple TV hardware. 
um, works beautifully with it. So when I would buy a video, when the new TV show, not the new TV show, well, I could say like the old, I once bought, a, bought an episode of Battlestar Galactica. I enjoyed that sci-fi show 20 years ago. Um, and at one point in time, I missed a show, got on iTunes, grabbed it, buck 99. I still have it. It's still in my ecosystem. If I ever want to watch one episode that's totally out of context and a TV show that probably had 90 episodes, uh, I got it. <laughs> I got all the Star Wars movies. I got all the Harry Potter movies. Things that I thought would be watched again and again and again in a household of children. Um, but that's kind of shifted now. Because now you have things like Netflix where you can watch it again and again and again. Or Apple TV where you can watch it again and again and again. But Apple TV is not as flush as Netflix is. And Netflix raising their prices, Wall Street dug it. And guess what Netflix is going to do in the future again? Raise their prices. We're going to get to an area where all these little services that we need to have are more expensive than the cable TV package. If we're not there already, because you have to have Netflix, I feel. And you have to have something like YouTube TV or Hulu so you can get some live television, CNN, CNBC kind of stuff going there. Starts to add up. So a little bit more about their cash. Apple's had a real busy product launch season with the release of the iPhone 12, iPhone 12 Pro, the new iPad Air, the iPhone 12 mini, the iPhone 12 Pro Max. They're going to launch in the middle of November. The $99 HomePod mini speaker. So in theory, they just went through a, a cycle of spending a lot of money marketing, promoting, manufacturing, and distributing will now be the cash flow generator for them. It wasn't a great quarter. China was not great. I own shares of Apple. Legal disclosure. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Since the pandemic has had seen a spike to high levels again, I think it's fair to say our kids probably won't be going back to school this year. Um, unless there's a vaccine today. I mean, we're getting to the point of we need it that kind of fast so we could manufacture it, distribute it. But I'm not here to talk about that. What I'm here to talk about is if you believe we're going to be mostly kind of sort of locked up through the first half of 2021, what are you going to invest in? I think you can do more of the same that has already worked because we'll probably do more of the same for the next six months, if that's your thesis, okay? One area that I think a lot of people's habits changed around was restaurants. So companies that have good drive-throughs are something that is very interesting to me. Um, I'm not doing anything on this yet, but here are the restaurant names that I think look the most interesting to me in the next six months. Wendy's and McDonald's, Restaurant Brands International, uh, Restaurant Brands International, QSR, Wendy's is WEN, McDonald's is MCD, Domino's is DPZ, Yum Brands, ticker symbol YUM. Isn't it funny? You have a name like Yum, and you'd think their food is delicious. Um, Kentucky Fried Chicken, delicious to you. Taco Bell, delicious to you. Pizza Hut. Those are the Yum brands. So, and Jack in the Box. Those are the companies that, to me, all seem to have the, the right formula for success in the short term. 
again, let's compare them as restaurants to your favorite sports bar who is seating people outside going into the winter. Uh, not terribly well positioned. Spikes are pushing people further apart again. So if you want to go into a restaurant to sit down and get an order with a waitress, um, you could do it. And it looks like you could do it pretty safely, right? But again, Wall Street's not about being right. It's about comparing and settling on some risk factors that are more appropriate for you. And I say that jack-in-the-box restaurant brands, international, yum brands, Domino's Pizza, McDonald's and Wendy's, I just think they're better positioned. Starbucks, you could throw in there for sure. That the, I don't know, the local sports bar is in trouble. Because the local sports bar needed, you know, people to stay up late and that's not happening. People to get a little sloppy drunk. A lot of money, a lot of money in liquor. So how will you spend the next few months? Will your habits still continue to skew towards that type of restaurant that I described, the quick service restaurant? Uh, you kind of know that if you get in a McDonald's fast food line, if you get in the drive-thru and you're the fifth car, you kind of know, well, that's going to be about 12 minutes maybe. You can know what you're getting, and they're doing everything they can to get you in and get you out faster. Um, let's talk a little bit about day trading. I got a lot of calls this week on people who want to day trade. I tend to think it's not a great idea. But when I say things, sometimes it's not going to ring true to you, and you're going to do it anyway. So. One of the things with trades, one of the things with all things as you approach investing is you got to have some rules in your head. Um, I bought some stocks yesterday and I have some rules in my head about it. Uh, was I buying it for the short term or the long term? Long term. Was there enough of a pullback this week to justify buy now? Things like that should go through your head. But the number one thing you should always try to do is reduce your risk. Minimize your risk. Um, how do you do that? When in doubt, wait it out. Maybe that's your phrase. Patience is important. Um, earlier this week, I said, when you get an idea to buy a stock, wait three days. Um, I did that. So when in doubt, wait it out. Don't focus on the money if you're going to be getting a stock position either as a trade or as an investment. What do I mean by don't focus on the money? Um, as soon as you start thinking about, I just bought 10000 or 20000 or $30,000, you start splitting hairs in your head. Um, did you buy a good company or did you invest in a good company for a trade? Worry more about the quality of the company, uh, the quality of the business. Would you want to own that business? Because essentially you do when you own stock. Plan is really important when it comes to short-term approaches to investing or long-term approaches to investing. I'm more of a long-term accumulator. But having a plan helps you know what to do in case things get a little bit hairy. Yesterday when I invested in some stocks, I said to myself, do I need this money in the next five years? And the answer is no. So I feel good about it. 
all sorts of investors need to check their ego. Better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Uh, to be a great trader, you have to have a big enough ego in the sense that you have to have confidence in yourself. But when you start spouting out, and I saw this, I had a 25-year-old producer earlier this year who got a little overconfident buying and selling $3 of a stock on Robinhood. And somehow he turns $3 into $3.50, and he thinks he's the, the world's greatest investor of all time because he did it in under a week. Um, yeah, let's see you do that with more sizable money is the thought. It's good that he's getting a little bit of practice. It's bad that he got a little too confident. I don't mind. I think there's a phrase out there. The first dollar you lose is your best in investing. There's some truth to that. Uh, most of the mistakes I made in my career happened in the first three years. Um, just throwing that out there for you. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. One of the... Conan O'Brien, he made it onto TV recently. Um, for the first time in a while, I've seen him on my TV. Is, is probably the right way of saying that. What was fascinating about it was... He hasn't cut his hair, it looks like. And he's known for that weird coiffed thing going on with his hair, the big bouffant, so to speak. And it just looks weird. It's like, okay, okay, you can get back. You can go get a haircut. You can do whatever you need to. I get it. But what he did that was pretty cool is obviously COVID has shut down a lot of local businesses. And he went to one of the venues that is a concert venue, and he set up his show there. Um. So he's renting or leasing the space to help a small business stay in business. I give a lot of respect and props in that scenario. I know you're saying props. Yeah, just go with me on that one. So today is a day, the end of the week. Essentially, October is over because tomorrow is Halloween, the 31st. So when we come back, we'll be having November, last two months of the year. Hopefully, you've maxed out your 401k by now. Um, I know it's 15% of your salary. I used to, well, when I was making a lot less money earlier in my career, um, I tried to get it out of the way by June or July just so that I could feel like, oh, going into the holidays, I feel like I have a little bit more money in my paycheck because I did. Just, that was just a psychological thing that I was doing. I don't know if that makes any sense to you on why I'm telling you that other than the fact that um, I think there's some value to knowing your psychological needs. End of the year, you really should get that 401k going because it, you are going to retire at some point. It is going to happen. You will not get out of that one. And in my opinion, you want to have a situation that you could count 
on yourself to pay yourself handsomely in retirement. My parents and most of my friends' parents were military families. The military does a lot of things well and a lot of things poorly. Um, just like the police department. Just like, I'm not going to say the fire department because that's a tough one to justify. Um, but I have to imagine there's some things that we don't like. about. Oh, here's one on the fire department. I was watching the news this morning and the Philadelphia Fire Union has decided to support Trump. I don't know if firefighter unions need to tell their members how to vote. That's always struck me as like, really? I get it. I get the power of a union. I, I, I understand. I love the idea of like electrical uh, electricians union. You don't want someone wiring your house that doesn't know what they're doing. Um, and you want some standards and practices to like set as norms by the union. So I get that one. I don't get all unions. But the military takes very good care of their um, people in retirement. You work for 20 or 30 years, you get to retire for the rest of your life, and they pay you 60% ultimately of your salary. That's not too shabby. You get health care until the day you die. That's not too shabby. You have to use military health care, which I don't know anymore. <laughs> you know, I was raised on military health care, um, which basically, guy comes out of college, co uh, army pays for him to go to college. He has to serve in the army for a period of time to give back that education, per se. I felt some of the doctors in hindsight were very rookie, but that's just me. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Uh, taking a look at the big stories of the day, it's, again, no stimulus. Nancy Pelosi's asking Steve Mnuchin, hey, where did you go? I'm paraphrasing, but she's still trying to talk this through. And Mitch McConnell's like, that, that old bat, she's talking to no one. <laughs> she doesn't even know it. Like, the Senate's left. Mnuchin's not returning the, the information. And when I say the old bat, I'm trying to be funny. And it's probably not. Um, although Diane Feinstein, I didn't realize she was that old. And you get into the office and you want to, I guess, not leave. Um, Alphabet provided some of the support on the market. Alphabet, Google. Weakness in tech stocks, though, Apple, despite beating on the top and bottom lines. Facebook's down 5%. Amazon's down 4%. Apple's down 5%. A little bit of nitpicking. iPhone estimates um, were missed. And they didn't provide guidance. That is something Wall Street doesn't like. Are you going to earn one penny this year? This quote next 90 days, are you expecting blowouts? Facebook warned about flat to slightly negative user growth in the United States and Canada. Amazon's report looked pretty strong all around, and yet they're all off 5%. They were all overbought this year. Do you remember uh, me and Patrick O'Hara talking about the crowded trade? I'm not upset with either three of those companies for the year. For the day, you're like, oh, bad company. You almost want to like spank him a little bit. I know you're saying you're a naughty man, Mr. Black. Something like that. Um, this was kind of an interesting story yesterday talking about getting the flu shot. And I'm getting my flu shot today. Um, finally have the courage to go into my medical senator. Um, 
they're talking about the flu shot. If you get it, it'll give you some antibodies that may help you against COVID because it's strengthening your immune system for the next couple of weeks. That's that's kind of interestingly scientifically odd. McDonald's McRib to return nationally in 2020, sparking celebration across America. This is not Biden's win. This is not Trump's win. This is the McRib win for you. God bless America. For the first time since 2012, the McRib will roll out nationally. It follows years of fans begging McDonald's to bring the sandwich back across America. And it's here, baby. You can find me online at robblackshow.com.